just going to talk about the Europe trip coming up Germany. Euro trip. Yeah. Because what I've found, and maybe we can do this right on the podcast. We're already recording. What I have found is that when I ask you about like a trip like this, the things that you say before you go are extremely different than the things that you say when you get back. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, especially well, combi- like compared to like, you know, if you, if you write a trip report or whatever. I try to go into the, the trips like this with an, a pretty open mind. Yeah. I don't like to have expectations going into it. So I will have prior experiences, but I keep it pretty open-ended. Yeah. I keep the bar pretty low for the international travel. And I'm typically always very pleased. You keep your level of expectation pretty low. Yeah. Like, wait, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I set the bar low as far as my expectations are concerned. And then it's always like day one. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This place, yeah. I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Dirt Talk Monday edition. Hi. Hi. I'm Alex Horton. That's Aaron Witt. He's the host of this thing. Today. Am I the host? Ah, uh, you're host-ish. You're the legacy host. Yeah. No, you're the host. Of yeah. course, you're the host. Yeah, don't forget it. I've been here longer. <laughs> that, that much is true. <laughs> Although I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking this this morning. There's not many people at the company with just their first name at BuildWit. I'm holding on to it for forever. You, I refuse you to are, give it up. You are one of the people with just their first name. I'm, I'm not the last person to get one. Because I think Eric has an Eric at BuildWit. And he's like 16. But it kind of stopped right around that. Uh, It might have been like the first person who had the same first name. You know, like two people. Well, yeah. Maybe like Biddle was maybe the first one. We hired Matt Biddle and then Matt Burt. Yeah. They might have been the first ones. Well, and and Matt Briscoe was already here and he was mad at Buildwood. Mm -hmm. So when we hired Matt Biddle and Matt Burt, that went out the window. And then everybody's like, well, we're we're a big company now. We need to do first and last. Well, you guys can, but. I'm not getting rid of it. I, I ain't doing that. I'm not open to it. I am Aaron at buildwood.com. If you want to email me, go for it. Sorry. It would not be hard to find. Nope. You just gave him my email address on the public podcast. Dude, that's the crazy thing. When people are like, how do I how do I get uh get a hold of this email address? It's like, I don't know. There's only like three formats for email addresses. So just try their you first name at whatever company website. Try their first uh, last initial. Yeah. Last name at their company or first name dot last name, you're probably going to get it. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to get it in one of those three. I just guessed one the other day, like big company executive. I'm just like, I'll just try this. Probably this. Like it, 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 uh, it was on their LinkedIn. Their LinkedIn comes up and, to, you know, the big time people require an email address to, mm-hmm. to send a request to connect. That's big time. And so it comes up, pops up. You need to put this person's email and yeah, you eye roll. You're like, yeah, oh. okay. And then, okay, great. Let's try this game. Guess. Nope. Guess. Nope. Guess. Ding. Send. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's their email. <laughs> yeah. It's like, has it confirmed or it just won't let me guess anymore? And all of a sudden you're connected. Like, there you go. Now I know. Yeah. I, uh, everybody, everybody acts like it's top secret information. I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you're not structuring your email like a password. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> like Alex underscore seven, seven, seven exclamation point dot, dot at buildwood.com. Buildwood.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People aren't going to guess that. People, That's are, people are never going to get this. That was Aaron's password. No, they're not my password. Don't get it confused. Yeah. Um, 
a number of people follow me on LinkedIn and then like later will connect with me. Mm -hmm. I just want to be clear. You can go ahead and just connect with me if you'd like. I, so I got to a point where you can only have so many connections. Sure. That I'm not threatening that. So I switched it to, uh, when you click on, it just goes to follow. This is the same thing. And honestly, I don't want to go. You're just not going to see their stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like my LinkedIn feed. It looks fine. I have all the people. I'm really, if my LinkedIn feed was just like companies we worked with and the people at the company. I would be very happy. Yeah, you don't necessarily need more of that there. Yeah, yeah, but because I, I I requested or accepted every connection for years, it is the wild wild west, and I'm never getting it back. But right now, I just have follow. Oh, I don't even have like ask to connect. I think it just connects. And if you can try, no, to I connect guess I, with I guess me, I confirm. You try to connect with me. I just I don't really look at my notifications on there anymore. So you might connect, might not. Yeah. We'll see. I, and, and it's not it's not you, it's me. It's not you. It's not you. <laughs> Definitely it's, not it's you. me. It's Don't take my it problem. Yeah. <laughs> I still care about you. Don't worry. He still cares. He still wants you to be able to see the information. It's just he might not necessarily see your content. It's okay. There are plenty of other places to connect. Yeah. I just want your LinkedIn feed spammed with my content. <laughs> I don't want it the other way around. He don't want yours. He just, <laughs> you, he just wants you to have his. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Social Media 101. Yep. Well, today, topic. So, uh, Mr. Aaron Witt, in three days, you will be flying to another continent. Yes. Which is a thing you do rather consistently these days. Dude, this year, I will have been on four continents. That's pretty good. That's that's a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good year. Which ones will you have not been to? Africa, Antarctica, South America. Because, well, you've gone to Australia before the end of the year? I'm going for Christmas. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because my, my family said, hey, we're not going to be in the country for Christmas. My mom, my sister. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Where, where, where are you going? Well, <laughs> I can play that game, too. Sure. So I said... Well, I'm not going to be here for Christmas then. Okay. So we'll both be in the Southern Hemisphere during Christmas. So it'll be summer. Summer. My first summer Christmas. I mean, you did grow up in Arizona, which is still pretty nice. It's Christmas basically Day. a summer Christmas every year. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> be totally yeah. clear. There. The whole white Christmas thing. Psh, mm. Never, ever been a reality in my life. And I mean, Nashville, it, the odds are slim. But it's possible. It it's is at possible, least possible here. Um, it's but we've definitely had Christmas in the last two years, two or three. That like seventy five degrees on Christmas Day too. So it's kind of a weird part of the country because mm. it'll just it'll get cold. It still gets very cold here, but just it like February first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, January, February is pretty chilly. Yeah, but yeah, just rain the whole time. Won't snow, but will rain. But yes, I am going to the Europe for the second time this year. To go to Balma 2022. Pretty big thing, that Balma. I, I've, so I've been told. All right. So just from a scale perspective, I've heard some, I've heard some facts. I'm going to spit them. Yeah. You can weigh in. Yeah. Uh, I heard that the Balma is uh, like three times bigger than Con Expo. Is that something that's true? Roughly, yes. Intense. 
Um, I heard that this is the largest conference in the world, period. Yeah, largest trade show, yeah. Trade show. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Um, and I guess they're expecting somewhere between 600 and 700,000 people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, where in Germany is the show? And me and Chase are two of those people. Just two. Just two. Just two. It is in Munich, outside Munich. of Munich. Munich's a big place. I was mm-hmm. looking at the map. I was like, damn, this is a big city. <laughs> um, because the show is in Munich, but it's not even close to the city center. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I first found out my first trade show experience was Con Expo of two Con Expos ago. Let's see. What year? 2023, 2020, okay, 2017. Yeah. 2017. Wait, wait. I think it was 2017, your first one. 2020 was the. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 2017. All right. So I was talking, I think it was actually Eric Smith. I was talking to him at my first construction job, and it was 20, 2013. And he said, my timeline, I, my, my timeline was great. But he, anyway, he said, have you heard of Con Expo? And I said, no, I haven't heard of Con sure. Expo. I go to the internet. I search Con Expo. I see this, wow, this big trade show. Wow, this looks pretty damn cool. It looks really, really damn cool. I get to a point where in 2017, I, mm, okay, so it's every three years. I get to a point where I'm going to go to Con Expo. It's 2017. It's my senior year of college. It is spring break. So I, the plan was to, me and my girlfriend at the time, we were going to go up into Northern Arizona, over to Vegas. I was going to spend two days a day, two days at Con Expo, bless her heart. She was, she was like, oh yeah, do whatever. And then we we're going to go camping over in like Death Valley or somewhere over there in California for the remaining few days and then come back to Arizona. So we get up to, and this is all totally unnecessary backstory, but. Here we are. And we're just setting it up. So we get up to Flagstaff. For whatever reason, she sleeps wrong and is wakes up just terrible pain. And I go, ah, oh, man, I guess I'm not going to go to Expo this year. Uh, we drive back to Phoenix and I get the idea of maybe I'll just drive up to Vegas for the day tomorrow and go to Con Expo. So I wake up at two in the morning. I drive up to Vegas from Phoenix, like five hours, not okay. that far. Not crazy. I go to Con Expo. I'm wearing a Caterpillar polo. And I just walk into the show. I don't pay. Just walk right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you wear tops? I mean, how much thought did you put into your Caterpillar shirt? I put no in? thought into it. I just said, I need to look like I am a heavy equipment professional. And so I am going to wear this Caterpillar polo. I walk into the show and I'm walking around the show before it starts taking pictures. And that was when I had a DSLR. I had a Canon 70D. That I was walking around taking pictures with. Didn't know how to use it, but I was playing around with it at the time. Not necessarily photographing heavy equipment yet. More so photographing nature and things. With your friend Kev. Yes, with my friend Kevin. Um, But that was, I I took some heavy equipment. I loved the show. Great. So then it fast forward to 2020. Just before, you know, a week before the world shuts down. We go to Con Expo. Mm -hmm. Dramatically different. Because the business had been going for a few years. We had a small team. We had our team out there. People left and right talking to, knew a bunch of people there, speaking. Yeah, you were on Dave a panel. Dave Turin, and I was on another panel. It was, it was a great time. Have I been asked to speak this time? No. 
Am I upset about that? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, you'll be speaking. Will I be speaking? I'm oh, just, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, we have our plans. There'll be some talk. We have some tricks up our sleeve. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I go to that trade show. I go to Mine Expo. Bauma happens 2019. Before this con expo happened, I was about a year and a half into the business. But the problem was I just wasn't geared up to go to Europe at that time. I was clawing away at my workload. It was really just me. There wasn't a whole lot else going on. I think Chell and Angel and Dan and maybe Chase were on board. So we had a small team at the time. So that was a lot of, like, I need to take care. I I would love to go to Europe. I'd love to go to Germany and just mess around at this trade show, but I I can't right now. So that's why, that's my, my, my terribly organized trade show experience background. And this is my first, all of that to say, my first time at Bauma. And I'm very excited. Right now, timing is still not ideal at all, but I don't control timing. It was booked months ago. We're going. It'll be a great time. Mm -hmm. I uh, flipped through some of the exhibitors. It's a very long list. There will be a lot of uh, businesses represented there. It's everybody. It's 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 everybody. Yeah, I've been told like you need to know where you're going because it's not a show that you you can just. Oh yeah, we're just gonna walk the show. It doesn't. I guess it just doesn't work that way Mm because it's just so big. You can't physically walk the whole show. And who are you? Like, are you a guest of somebody? So we are a guest of Zeppelin Cat, which is awesome because Munich is Zeppelin Cat's home turf. And they have one hell of a presence, the biggest booth by a long shot. Mm -hmm. It'll be awesome. Funny that they call them booths still. Yeah, I think it's it's not like a six-foot card table. Well, I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're hangers, (laughs) like old military hangers that have been converted into... If, if I could be totally wrong, but that's kind of the vibe. It would kind of make sense. So Zeppelin, Zeppelin's having us out. I am very, very excited about this because they have a huge presence there. They're a big deal. We get exhibitor passes. So we'll be able to tour the show before it opens, which yeah. I'm very excited about. And then after the show, so we spend the weekend in Austria. And then after the show, we're going to tour Germany with Zeppelin to go to a bunch of different operations. Sick. Now, yeah, that was kind of my next follow-up was after you're in Munich, you had mentioned that you were going to go to Austria and basically chill. Um, and so then you're going to tour around Germany, like outside of Munich, right? Like, Yeah. So we're going to go to Bauma. We're going to go see Caterpillar and Liebherr and Deer and Workin and, and Komatsu and everybody. I'll just do the trade show thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, everybody. Hope you see some Liebherr people you know. Yeah. You might. That'd be great. That'd be super cool. Um, during the show, I'm sure we'll drink lots of beer. Sure. Well, I'm going to come back and just be like, what if I just come back like super fat? Like, just like, guys, what the hell Germany happened to you in Germany? <laughs> what? It, yeah. What happened, dude? Because yeah. I feel like it's just, I don't know. You got cheese. You got potatoes. You yeah. got beer. It's going to be potatoes, bratwurst, and beer mm-hmm. for a solid week <laughs> and not very much sleep. No. But we're going to get a lot of walking in. You are. You uh you mentioned to Chase, the uh, vlog videographer slash personal video guy for you. Uh-huh. What's he needs a cooler title. We'll work on it. And uh you were just like, Oh, what if we just don't sleep for three days? 
But I told them, I was like, Chase, it's probably going to work out where we just don't sleep for three days. It's just like, great. Well, because, because you, if you have three quarters of a million people in these booths, they just, people are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just everywhere. Like you go to Con Expo, you're like, people are just everywhere. It's, it's okay, great. It's cool to go experience it. But if you're trying to create any kind of media that's worth watching and you have random people just every, it's a little difficult. Yeah. So a lot of the shooting in theory, will be after after hours. But I, it's hard to plan for, too, because we just don't know what the hell we're dealing with until we get there. Yeah. And and kind of, we're going to spend the first day just getting our bearings on the place, probably second day, too. Mm-hmm. And then this, the third and fourth day, figure out how we're going to shoot it, how we're going to talk about it, how we're going to make it compelling. Because we don't just want to show up and be like, oh, okay, this machine is 23% more efficient. And we've really thought about operator comfort and wow, we are saving the environment. Have you seen this battery, a piece of equipment? Like, that's some people's job. That's not your job. That is the state of a lot of, a lot of the industry right now. We're going to try to put a more modern, compelling spin on it. Sure. How? I don't know yet. But that's we'll, the fun part. Yeah, we'll do our best. That's the fun part. So we'll have videos featuring all of it. We're going to have video cameras and microphones and everything the whole time. And I'm hoping we can make it very compelling and worth watching. It'll all be on YouTube. It'll all be on social media. Feel free to tune in if that suits your fancy. And then over the weekend, like I said, we're just going to go to Salzburg, Austria. I've never been to Austria. I try to go to a new country every time I leave the country to make it a little bit more worthwhile, the long travel. But we're just going to spend the weekend there just for fun. Just kick it. We're probably going to be... Recover would yeah, be the real answer. Dude, we are probably going to be dead at that point. Mm. And then uh, the following three days are going to be a, a definite grind too. Because yeah. we'll be with... We're going to see Zeppelin's main facility in Munich. We're awesome. going to a marble mine. We're going to a underground salt mine. Going to Europe's largest limestone quarry. We're going to see paving on the Autobahn. And then demolition in some city center. Of what city? I don't know. That's some stuff. Uh, Yeah, in three days. When I travel internationally, I don't mess around. Have you ever driven on the Autobahn? Yes. When I was in a taxi the last time I was in Germany. Got it. It was so cool. You're going like 120 miles per hour. But just everybody knows the rules. On your way to the airport in a taxi. You're like, (laughs) this is sick. This is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be pretty wild to go when they're repaving part of it. Um, I don't know. That's at least what, that's at least the itinerary based on my current understanding. Subjects change though. I have have no idea. But I think that's also the fun part too. Because the last time you were in Europe, when you went to Switzerland, you know, you were like, man, I just really want to go to that airport project. And like, nah, that's that's, that's not going to work out. Can't do it. Yeah. Guess what you did, right? When you got there. Yeah. First day you want to go to the airport? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the play. You find a very well-connected company like Zeppelin, just a monster dealer. Are they the dealer in Germany? They are. One of the biggest, if not the biggest in Europe. Wow. Okay. Could they be, serve other, other countries? I don't know. Okay. I should. I'm All things go. to learn. You haven't been yeah, there yet. I'll let me go collect my tracks sure. and I'll report back. Great. But you go to a company like that. It's very well-connected and you say, well, let's go check out some cool stuff. And they're like... Yeah. You want to see cool stuff. Yeah. You want to see cool stuff? We got cool stuff, man. You're like, awesome. You Let's listed go. some of those uh, locations you're going to go to um, kind of on the, the, the back half of your trip. 
some of those sound pretty new, and at least in terms of like where we've gotten to like take cameras and do stuff. Underground salt mine. Um, yeah, I've not shot in a salt mine. I've always wanted to shoot in a salt mine. Sounds cool. I've heard they're very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta salt those roads somehow. <laughs> you know, you gotta you got to um preserve that meat somehow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got It'll to, be, uh, I've always wanted to go to a marble quarry. I've never been to a marble that's quarry. That's really cool. Yeah. I feel like when I see photos of marble quarries, the scale is always confusing to me. Because it mm-hmm. It'll just be a shot, and you'd be like, "Oh wait, that very small dot is like you know a, a haul truck or something like that." Well, and it dep- depends where you're at. I, it, I all marble quarries are totally different because yeah. all geology is totally different when it comes to marble and where it's at. Welcome to Dirt Talk. Welcome to Dirt Talk, where we talk about dirt and rocks. Yep. But, um, I now that I think about it too, when I was in Germany last time, we were with Lee Bear at their factories. We saw. Their wheeled excavators, their material handlers, and their new articulated dump truck. Mm. But we did not actually get to see any work. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see any German contractors. I only got to see work performed in Switzerland. That's the only work I've seen performed in Europe. Oh. Yes, you got plenty to see. So this will be different, too, just to experience the culture, the German culture, the Mm. work culture, how they do things, safety, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I mean, not that any of these are not fun. Because that's that's the coolest thing. I think that's the coolest thing. One of the coolest things about internationals. Yeah. The scale of projects, cool. Yeah. The equipment, super cool. Europe, super specialized, advanced. Everything makes sense. Americans can learn a lot from them. They've been building stuff a lot longer than we have. Yeah. They're really good at what they do. But I like the cultural component. How is the culture different? How do Mm -hmm. they communicate? How do they set jobs up? What's safety like? That, to me, is the really, really cool part. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, not to talk about the Midnight Force again, Midnight but Force. I'm going to because it's rad. <laughs> just like the way you were talking about how um, you know they had like that oil quick attachment and they were able to just like drop attachments, get another one, drop attachments, get another one. Like it was v- very quick and it was like, that just doesn't really happen here. But it was oh. just like the technique that like they've decided works for them. Well. Yeah, it was just a level of sophistication you don't see all that often. Yeah. You look at it, you're like, wow, they've they've really thought <laughs> they've really thought this through. Sure. They didn't just walk out into the yard and be like, All right, what machine do we have available right now? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can make yeah, it. Yeah, should we rent so- something a little bit better? Nah. We already have it. Throw it out there. Let her rip. <laughs> and I like I'm not saying all US contractors will know we work with a lot of great contractors. Yes. They do a lot of great things. They think this stuff through. But this was just like the next level of, whoa, this is, they, they have really, mm-hmm. they have really done their research here. Well, I would say that uh, Germany typically has a pretty good reputation for um, engineering prowess. Well, this was on Switzerland. No, I'm saying where you're going. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting too. We went to some French factories and some German factories. Uh, and some Swiss jobs. So we got to see how the Swiss work. We got to see how the French work. We got to see how the German work mm-hmm. in a professional setting, not on all job sites. Like the French factory and the German factory, totally different vibe. Really? <laughs> totally different vibe. Yeah. The French were like, yeah, just kind of do whatever you want. And there was like a machine over there. We were taking pictures of it. And they're like, ah, you probably shouldn't take pictures of that because that's the only one in the world. And that's the one actually going to Balma. And you're like, oh, oh, well. Okay. And then you get to the German factory and everything, 
is very precise. Sure. We don't, you can't, you can't walk over this line. We need to make sure everything's approved, like very buttoned up. Yeah. It's just a different, which is, I think what I was kind of expecting, like French, a little bit more laid back. Yeah. Doing their thing. We're, you know, and it's the same engineering across the board. It's Lee Bear. It's Lee Bear. So everything, the end result is kind of the same, but mm -hmm. just the approach towards it was, was very different, which I thought was fascinating. That's going to be a good one. I, I look forward to uh, digging into what y'all get into. Um, then you go to an American factory and there's oh. guys with cargo shorts listening to hip hop. You're like, well, this is different. Maybe they're listening to Dirt Talk. You never, you know, you never know. That's the thing. Probably not. But they could. Probably not. Maybe, maybe that's the thing. We'll go to uh, some manufacturers and be, hey, you guys ever listen to podcasts? We got one. <sighs> it could be a good bit. So would we propose that they play our podcast in their factories? We could. We propose that if you play Dirt Talk in your factory, you will be 1.3 times more efficient based on our studies. Yeah, and we don't have to reveal any of our sources. That's the great thing about being on a podcast. I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> It'd be interesting. <laughs> like, say you take this, you take this 390 in a production loading application. Mm -hmm. And you tell the operator, you can't listen to anything. You just have to listen to the truck drivers talk on the radio all day long. Or you say you can listen to things like music or a podcast and see if production changes at all. I would, I, my, if before the scientific method kicks in, we actually test it. My thesis would be if you allow the operator to have something like music, like a podcast, they would be more productive. I would agree with you. When I think about my own life, if I am going to do any sort of manual labor, just like around the house, whatever, I enjoy it more. And I think I uh, get more into like that flow state if I'm listening to music or a podcast or something like that. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, oh, it is two hours later. Turns out. But then you have the old timers that are like, oh, why do you need radios? Uh, glass. Music's Man, in here. That's so fancy. We don't need cabs <laughs> back in my day. Yeah. We don't need hydraulic ladders. It's just an just, iron seat. You're just going to rip those things off. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, man. Uh, yes. Yeah, so long story short, you should listen to Dirt Talk when you can. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, and Aaron, if you listen to this podcast while running equipment and find yourself more efficient, write into us. Please, please write in. We'd maybe, love to hear from you. Maybe send a little, little video clip. I don't know. You know, we just like to hear from the, the folks. Please participate in our study. Call in now. <laughs> we're, we're gathering. We're gathering uh, our research so, as we speak. Yeah, that's that's Europe preview 2022 fall 2022 Bauma Zeppelin Cat. Lots of cool stuff. It'll all be on social media. It'll all be on the YouTube. It should be an absolute treat. Love to hear that. Uh, look forward to catching up after you get back. I also look forward to the time that you're away that, so that I can do a bunch of work instead of sitting in here talking to you. Yeah, I will be... Uh, Run, I'll, running around there instead. Running around <laughs> Balma. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're at Balma too, uh, when's this going to go out? It will have already happened, Balma. So it goes before Balma. Could go before Bama. We have to talk to Harrison about that. Well, I mean, you guys sort that out. But if you're on Bama, let us know. Okay. Assuming cool. this airs before Bama. If not, 
and we're airing this after Balma already happened. so fun to see you there. Yeah, we were at Balma. Hopefully we saw you. If we didn't, we'll see you in 2026. Yep, there you go. Somebody in our meeting the other day, I remember it was like, oh, well, you know, it can't happen this time, but like we can just do it next time. Next time's a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time is three years from now. Yeah. So we, we should probably do whatever we can do right now and then plan accordingly for the next one. But yeah, we're... We're working on a uh, different schedule here. That's how this is. Right on. Well, uh, Aaron, thanks for digging into that. Uh, folks, thank you for listening to the Dirt Talk podcast. As always, you can send me questions at dirttalkatbuildwit.com. Aaron also gave away my email at the beginning of this podcast. So you can email that too, I guess. Not a bad thing. I, you have to be, be kind of dumb to not guess people's emails. You can find me. Seriously, you can find it's, me. it's not like a phone number. Also, dirt like talk a phone at, number. Good luck. Dirttalkatbuildwit.com comes directly to my email address anyway, so it's not like it any different at all. But yes, but all I need is somebody's name and the company they work for. Caterpillar, though. Caterpillar's one. The format does not make sense. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, we shouldn't. No free ads. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Komatsu and John Deere. And Volvo and Lee Bear and Hitachi. All emails. They all have them. They all have emails. Yeah, there you go. That's crazy. (laughs) All right. We'll see you. Yeah. Stay dirty.